welcome back to another episode of Sisterly. We are so excited to have you here today. We've got a fun one. We are bringing the boyfriends back for another episode of Girls Rule, Boys Drool. Um, We did share with both Mike and Jack that that's the title of these episodes. I don't know if they were thrilled. Mixed re- mixed re- reviews from them, I think, on the on the title. But listen, we just got to be honest. <laughs> um, but today we're talking with them about love languages, and we're so excited. We just finished recording with them. It was a great conversation. So make sure that you stick around to listen to that. But of course, before we got to do our little chit chat. Mm-hmm. We'll give her a little, yeah, a little catch up, a little rundown. Uh, last Friday, Harry Styles dropped Harry's House. Been mm-hmm. listening to that. Yep, but went on a walk today. Listened to the whole thing, beginning to end. For, that that wasn't my first time listening. I am a fan, though. I mean, it's impossible to not like what he makes. I know. I just really like his sound. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten to listen to everything yet because I was out of town this weekend, so I st- I have to listen this week. But I liked Matilda a lot. Yep. I liked Love of My Life a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another there's an- one. There's another one I liked, but I'm like blanking on which one it was. But yeah, I need to listen to it like in its entirety this week. I also really like um, Late Night Talking. Oh yeah, I liked that one. Yeah, but I'm excited to keep listening. I'm sure the ones that I like now aren't going to be my favorite ones in like a month. So Mm -hmm. um, that's what's kind of cool, though, about albums. I feel like even if I listen to an album right now that I've listened to a million times, like there will be a different one that resonates with me right now than when I first listened. I'm also excited to see like if people do TikToks to certain of his songs or certain parts because I feel like (laughs) lately these days I'll like be on TikTok and that's how I learn about new songs that are out and then I get into them. So I'm waiting to see what what TikTok does with it. In other pop culture news, Kravis is officially one. (laughs) (laughs) They have wed. They have wed. Kourtney Kardashian and Travis is it Baker or Barker? Barker, Barker. Right? Mm-hmm. Travis Barker tied the knot for the third time. This is the <laughs> third wedding. Yeah. They had the Vegas wedding, the courthouse wedding. Now they're having the Italy wedding, um, which it's very interesting to me, the aesthetic of this wedding. It's very like dark Catholic vibes. Yeah, it's like gothic yeah vibes like not just yeah. goth but like gothic yes 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 like baroque period exactly <laughs> it's, it's yeah. a true vibe yeah. <laughs> um but i like like it for them i just it's interesting to me i feel like courtney kardashian just kind of like adopted travis's like right i'm like did eye? she always have this inner emo yeah. girl or has she been like reborn after dating Travis? I don't know. Like, was know. it always in there and he just needed to pull it out? Or is this like a brand new persona? I don't know. I'm hoping that like it was always in there. He's just like, I hope so. Too. I hope she's not like changing. Yeah. I hope that it's just like who she always wanted to be and now she is. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I love it for them. Um, I feel like we're in like a new like phase it's almost like the 90s again with these like emo rockers that Mm -hmm. are now getting married to like the popular girls yeah a new era has arrived i really want to listen to i started but i haven't gotten to finish 
um, Doc Shepard's podcast, Armchair Expert. He's oh, with he MGK? interviews yeah, exactly. He interviews Machine Gun Kelly, and he says at the beginning of it in his intro that he was like, "This is one of my favorite interviews I've done. Like, I love this guy. I didn't know much about him, but like, I had so much fun interviewing him. And so I was like, oh, I really want to listen because he seemed to be like a big fan after his interview of him. Yeah, I'm excited to listen to that one too. I keep like waiting. I don't know what I'm waiting for, but I like I really want to <laughs> listen to it. And that's kind of all the top pop culture news that everyone needs to to be talking about i would say. <laughs> to be briefed on yeah to be briefed on um i feel like rebecca and i have been you know kicking it as per usual it was I- hot 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 this weekend i don't know what it was like in san francisco but on the east coast it was like almost 100 degrees yeah san francisco very rarely gets that hot especially in june we had a nice 65 that sounds divine it was so hot it's like we went from winter right into summer and like completely skipped spring but luckily on one one of the days this weekend when it was like blazing hot we were in philly visiting friends and they had a rooftop pool which was amazing so we just like spent the whole day kind of like chilling in the shade at this pool and like going in for a dip that's amazing felt very summery even though it's may (laughs) that's what's tough about san francisco like we live really close to the beach. I could walk there from my apartment, but it's never warm enough to go. Right. You're not going to go like lay out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you might get a couple good days in the year, but also the water is freezing cold. So, I mean, people do swim in it, but it's, it's not really like a beach vacation vibe. Oh, but on that note, I booked a trip to Cabo in July. So love that for you. Thrilled for that. I'm honestly so thrilled. I've never been to Cabo, um, so can't wait for that. We're also staying at an all-inclusive resort, which I've always wanted to do. I mean, we did that once when we were kids. I remember mm-hmm. when we were in Costa yeah. Rica, but it's different. A time. Yeah, it was amazing because Rebecca and I drank maybe ten virgin pina coladas a day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we just sat in the pool and drank pina coladas. Which is probably what I'll be doing this time as well. Um, but I'm so excited. This is the first vacation that Jack and I have taken, like, just to take well, – we've gone, like, little weekend trips. But this is the first one we've taken, like, out of the country, just the two of us, since 2019. So mm-hmm. – That'll be amazing. I can't wait to hear how it is and if you like the resort because then I will copy you and also go. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. Um – so that happened, and I, I think I've mentioned on the podcast before that I'm training for a half marathon. I don't remember if I have or not, but I'm in the process of training, and um, it's it's heating up. The training <laughs> is heating up. So this week, in total, I ran 16 miles. Oh, my God. That's a lot. That's a lot of miles. The hunger is real that comes yeah. from running that much. I forgot. <laughs> Are you eating a lot of protein? I'm trying to be better about it. Okay, I actually had a moment that really would blow your mind yesterday. So yesterday was my long run day. So I actually ran with a friend, which was super nice, and it was a six-mile run. And at the end of it, we ended near this, like, coffee shop that's really yummy. So we went and got coffee and breakfast. And my usual go-to is, like, get a coffee and a sweet treat. Mm -hmm, That's mine, too. Um, I did still do that. Don't worry. Still got a sweet treat. But I also got a breakfast taco. Oh. I know. Who is she? It has eggs, bacon, some hash browns in there. Was it good? Yeah, it was delicious. And normally I never would have made that choice, but I was like, I'm running. I need protein. Good for so, you. Yeah, she's evolving. Proud of you. 
thank you. She's an adult. Um, and it was really good. I also, not only do I never eat savory for breakfast, I'm also not great at trying, I'm not great at ordering new foods. Like I will try someone else's, but yeah. when it's like I'm in the line and I have to order, I normally never go for something that like is out of my usual because it's very intimidating. That's true. And it's like also if you're like paying for it, you're kind of like, mm, I usually just like stick to what I know I'll like right. rather than risk it on something you might not like. So that was a big move for me this weekend, ordering a breakfast taco. That sounds very good. I like a breakfast taco. Yeah. And it was delicious. I feel like I should order them more often. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all the updates Olivia and I have for this week. So why don't we get to today's topic, which is the five love languages with our boyfriends, Mike and Jack. We are delighted to have back with us today our boyfriends, Mike and Jack. Woo-woo! For a part two of Girls Rule, Boys Drool. Yeah, we love just further enforcing that topic <laughs> by bringing the boys on. Uh, welcome, Jack. Welcome, Mike. Definitely uh, brings us in on even footing, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Sets you up for success. Yeah. Excited to be back. <laughs> and uh, today we're going to be talking about the five love languages and what they are and what each of ours are and what we think about them. Yeah. And how they kind of show up in our relationships. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear about yours because Jack and I have like polar opposite. Not polar opposite, but like opposite love languages. Yeah. Intriguing. I I find Mm -hmm. very interesting. So maybe first we just will share what the five love languages are in -hmm. case people aren't aware and also give a little bit of context about the five love languages. So the five love languages came about in the early 90s. Um, They were written in a book by Gary Chapman. Got that right? His last name. Mm-hmm. Um, and he mm-hmm. wrote about the five love languages, and then it was repopularized in the early 2000s when a research study came out about it. It's pretty self-explanatory what these are. <laughs> There's <laughs> five of them: uh, acts of service, um, receiving gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, and physical touch. I feel like those are all pretty self-explanatory, but we'll kind of get into more of exactly what they mean when we talk about our own. So I can just kickstart that my number one love language is acts of service. Mm-hmm. That's my number one. Um, maybe we start just with what our first ones are. I don't want to be like, give all of mine in ranking order. It'll be hard for everyone to remember. So my number one is acts of service. Okay. Jack, what's yours? Uh, my number one is physical touch. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Mike, what's yours? So I got quality of time. But I think I feel like I'm more of an acts of service guy. But you know, the quiz, the quiz is spoken. The quiz, yeah, the quiz is spoken. Yeah, and we'll get into that too. About you know, also your. It's also like, been different every time I've taken it. Like slightly, <laughs> I think the questions are just randomized a little bit. So I think that does affect sure. it. Yeah, and also like the results give you like a percentage for each. And like for Mike, his first and his second are like three percentage points away from each other. Oh, so he's kind of like a split for his top two. Okay. My first. Um, like my primary love language is also acts of service. Wow. We all just like people to do stuff for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's very interesting. But also I would like to say, I feel like in, out of the five love languages, receiving gifts is often the one that's like given a hard time. Like if your love language is receiving gifts, people are like, wow, you must be like superficial or you must just love presents. 
I actually would like to say that I think acts of service is worse than. (laughs) (laughs) It's more demanding. Yeah. Yeah. Because mine isn't like, oh, like buy me a little bracelet and then then you're done. I'm like, make me me dinner five times a week and then I love you. (laughs) Like, It's a lot more work on your end than it would be to just buy me like a t-shirt that I liked, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So... I don't know. Yeah, I think it's very interesting. But I, mine is definitely acts of service. I, and I knew this kind of before I even took the quiz. And this is what I got last time I took the quiz, too. Me too. And I, I think it's because I'm just a person that gets very worked up about things. And so when someone else takes something off my plate, like, that's, I'll love you forever. I feel yeah. like I'm pretty, I'm like, you got, you got me there. The first thing Jack did for me when we met each other was make me pancakes. So that was a good, a good start. act of service, good a good way start. to slide in yeah. there. Yeah. On our first date, Mike made me pizza. So That's true. keep me fed and I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. Also, I would like to say that my, uh, my other love language, the sixth love language is food. And <laughs> it's definitely like an act of service that involves food is like, whoa. Like yeah, like peak. <laughs> yeah, love peak. Language. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, love language plus. Mike, I'm curious why food. you think yours isn't quality time and it's acts of service instead. I feel like I just I had to keep choosing between things that were like, would you rather spend time with your partner or receive a gift? Yeah, I- and it's just like <laughs> I feel like like one's more acute than the other. It's just like I feel. Like, I guess my love language in like a moment, it's just like, oh, I've received a gift. Like, obviously you're like, that was so thoughtful. Thanks for giving that to me. Like, but spending time with me, it's like, if I would, we're not just spending quiet time together all the time. Like, you know, that's also bad. You know what I mean? So it's just tough to pick between like a single instance of just like hanging out together in the living room. And like, would you want a gift from like a person who just went on vacation? You were saying when we got our like results that it's just like, it seems like acts of service and gifts are more like, they can mean more like in a moment because it's like, oh, wow, that's like so yeah. thoughtful. Like you really had to put in a lot of effort. But then like physical touch and quality time are also very meaningful, but you can kind of take them for granted sometimes. Totally. I like, was if thinking you, about that. If you have them in your relationship already or like normally have them like all all the time, it doesn't always mean – like each instance of it doesn't really mean that much, but it would mean a lot if you didn't have it at all. Like totally. that would be like a huge issue. But I feel like we always like hold hands or like, you know, spend time together. So it's not like, oh, this time of us watching a show together is like super meaningful when like it, it is over time, but it's just like if it's like, oh, we have the option to watch a show together or you've planned a super thoughtful <laughs> A thing for us or you've taken something off of my plate and like surprise me with it in the moment that might feel more meaningful just because it's like kind of new and different totally I remember too the first time Jack and I took these th- this quiz we took it at the same time and we didn't live together yet yeah and so I definitely when I, I retook it today just to see if things were the same and I realized like it, yeah it was like what's more meaningful to me like your partner surprises you with a gift or you just get to spend time together. And it's also interesting, especially because of the pandemic, like we spend so much time together. Right. We, we are always so much time together. together. So I was like, well, what's more meaning? Like, 
obviously what's more meaningful to me is us spending time together. But I was like, in this exact instance, like we're already going to have dinner together. Like, I guess if you also like got me a present, like that would be nice. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Well, I think there's like a couple things on that point. Like, I think first of all, like we all have a little bit of all five, you know, like I think one of the questions was, you know, even though receiving gifts is like my last one, it's definitely like, there was one question that was like, what would mean more to you? Like spending time with, or no, when, I think it was like hearing words of affirmation from your partner or like knowing that they bought you a present when they were like off on a trip. And I was like, well, honestly, like thinking, like knowing that they were thinking about me on a trip enough to like buy me a gift probably means more to me than like words in a moment. And again, maybe that was just in that one comparison. So like, I think there are scenarios where each of the different love languages will come out, even if it isn't necessarily your primary one. And then I Mm -hmm. think just on also on like the quality time and physical touch like, or the yeah, quality time and physical touch side, you know, as someone that has those as kind of their more primary love languages, like I think it does, you know, even though they are more common, I think they are still like, they do still feel important in those moments, even though they are more common, you know, like, I think we do spend a lot of time together. But I think there's also a difference between like going out to dinner, or, like sitting across the dinner table and talking versus like, you know, talking in front of the TV, totally. you know, yeah, so yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think there true. is a lot of those like distinctions where it does still feel important. Yeah, no, you're, you're so right. It's just like, it's funny in some of the ways that they're like phrased or it's cl- like you clearly know what like yeah which ones they're what, where it's leaning yeah it's yeah. like what means the more quiz to you super subtle <laughs> yeah where it's like what means more to you someone telling you they love you or them buying you a present right <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, i don't know like did the present also have a card that said i love you like can you find it's like, why do I have to choose between these two things? Yeah, they could be done together. <laughs> Can I get a gift from your vacation and also be told that you love me? Yeah. <laughs> I also like, I, I feel like it. this quiz makes it seem like you either like presents or you are like a genuine person. It's like, right. Right. <laughs> I also think what's interesting too is like a lot of this is about how you receive love, but not necessarily how you give love. Because I feel like for me, giving gifts is my number one way of showing love. Yeah. And you're so good at giving gifts. I was just going to say, I think, I think it's the same. I think the same thing. I think you have a giving and a receiving love language. Yeah. Like, I think I definitely, like you're like I was saying in the quiz, you know, I think like physical touch and quality time are probably my two top receiving love languages. But like, I think I definitely give love and acts of service very commonly. And like, I think that's, definitely like one of my giving love languages and that's why i think it works out even totally. though we have very different love languages you know yeah that's so. why it works for us because you like to um perform acts of service and i like to receive yeah. so like, <laughs> I but then again like i don't like i mean i don't dislike it but i definitely like feel less comfortable receiving acts of service you know like yeah, I think, yeah, so yeah. i think it's just like that's definitely not my primary love language so like in terms of receiving but like i would still be happy to do them you know so like, i think that's kind of interesting totally yeah i completely agree i feel like even though acts of service is like my love language, like for what I like to receive, I really love giving other people gifts or rather than probably doing acts of service, even though I like receiving them. Once again, food, sixth love language. That is my way of giving love too. It's like having food for people. I think Mm -hmm. it's also because we're Greek. Like (laughs) it's just in our blood. (laughs) But I'm like, if people are coming over, it's like, here, take a loaf of bread, Hola. I don't know. I'm like, you guys want the Oreos in my cupboard? Like you can take those. (laughs) It's like, no, no one wants that. (laughs) But like, that's how I show affection. I'm like, Make, we gotta have chips for people like <laughs> yeah and then I'm curious now that we all know what the primary ones like what the other ones are for people because my number one is acts of service second which is very closely tied behind is words of affirmation 
which I'm not surprised about at all, once again. <laughs> then quality time. Then physical touch and receiving gifts are my two lowest and they're tied. Which I'm not surprised by. I feel like, Rebecca, you can also attest to this. Like, pre-dating Jack, like, I am not a touchy-feely person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've never been a big hugger of others. Like, I've never <laughs> just, like, my mom used to get mad at me because I would, like, give those hugs where I, like, pat on pat the back. Pat her on the back. And she would, be like, she would be like, stop patting me. <laughs> just, <laughs> so. um, yeah, I'm curious what everyone else's are. Yeah, Jack, what are yours? Uh, mine starts with physical touch and then quality time and then, uh, or sorry, no, excuse me, physical touch. Oh yeah, physical touch, quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, and then receiving gifts. Okay, nice. Mm. What's yours? So I got quality time followed closely by uh, acts of service mm -hmm. and then words of affirmation, words of affirmation uh, gifts, and then touching was last actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and your first two are really close to each other. So my first one was, yeah, acts of service. And then my next one was words of affirmation and then quality time, then receiving gifts and then physical touch. All of us East Coasters are like, stop touching me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get away from me. Like, well, born and raised East Coasters are like, why are you hugging me? Yeah. <laughs> what do you need? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> it's so interesting though. Ours are so, Jack and I are so different. You're, you two are like a little, a little bit little more bit aligned. Same. Yeah. I didn't expect physical touch to be so low. I know. I was like, a little surprised It's like I like to hold hands and hug and all that you, stuff. You're actually like a very affectionate person. It just wasn't reflected, I guess, in the questioning. I'm trying to figure out why that was. Like, I mean, I'm trying to think of what I was choosing over physical touch. Well, I think I like it's questions. like we were saying because like the way that they phrase the questions are every single one said, what is more meaningful to you? And then it would like present you with like holding hands in public or like your partner thought of you on a trip and bought you a nice present. And it's kind of like – in the moment, it might feel more meaningful when it's like, oh, it's kind of like a special thing where you feel thought of. Whereas I feel like we just do like every day so much casual affection that I feel like I sometimes just take for granted that like, of course, it means a lot to me, but I don't, it doesn't like stand out in my mind necessarily. Yeah. I also wonder if it's different for people who really don't show affection like regularly. Yeah, maybe if you're not like a PDA person, yeah. but then you do show it, it means a lot. Yeah, and I learned pretty quickly early on into our relationship that Jack and I are far more PDA-y than most people. I mean, I'm not saying we're, like, making out in public or anything like that, but we're very much, like, hand-holding. We'll, like, yeah. give a kiss in front of other people. I have friends I've never seen them kiss their partner in front of me. I think that was part of why some of the questions specifically are, like, you know, what's more meaningful to you, like, you know, holding hands on the couch or, you know, there's even one that was, like, holding hands in public specifically, you know, and I think, like, I think PDA is can be part of that with physical yeah. touch you know like part of it can be publicly having even just like simple physical touch you know like hand on your leg or holding hands or you know like whatever it is like I don't know why I think that can like sometimes hold specific weight versus also like mm -hmm. you know casually holding hands on the couch or you know things right. like that like that also is important you know I think also too now I'm like desensitized to it because we've been together for so long I'm like obviously you're holding my hand when we're out yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like where else is it going yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel like maybe if if as a couple you're just like not on your day to day, you're not really showing affection in a physical way, then maybe when you do it, it, it is like a I don't know, it holds a lot of weight, like yeah. you were saying. Well again, even like, you know, I think you say like, you know, of course there's, you know, nowhere else your hand would go. Like I think even in those moments, like that's still 
feels important to me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that it still is there even if it is just like an everyday thing, you know? Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I think I do love it. I'm just now like so used to it that yeah. I, I – but the, qu- it, like, the quiz reminds you that it's it's like not necessarily just innate, you know, yeah. that it's yeah. like – it's really more of like a, a showing of a form of, of love, which is also – I. it's like weird when it's, you know, the lowest one because it's not that I don't like physical touch at all. I think it's just for me – I don't know what it holds like – a little bit less weight i guess in terms of like i don't know but it's still important i mean they're all i know important. it's weird because it's also my lowest but for some reason it's like if you were a person who like didn't want to hold my hand in public or like didn't want to like have any sort of pda i think i'd also be like bummed yeah that would so, yeah that would definitely bump so, me out i feel like it's kind of funny that it's so low for me because it's just like I do almost kind of like expect it, but maybe it's just because of like how we've always been. But I feel like if I didn't have it, I'd be like, oh, so. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, coming back with like a thoughtful gift or like, like that feels more like above and beyond than just like holding my hand or something like that. I feel like, yeah, I feel like maybe you just get so jaded to it that you're like, yeah, like this, this feels like extra or like very meaningful. Whereas like this is, it is very, very meaningful, but it's. Yeah, but you just, like, have come to expect it almost. <laughs> yeah, I think also, too, it's kind of, especially when it's, it's like a, oh, you picked something up for me on the way home and I wasn't there. Or you, you know, you made dinner for me and I walked home and there was dinner ready. I think it's this idea of someone thinking of you even when you're not present. Mm-hmm. So it holds more weight in my mind maybe than physical touch because it's like, oh, I'm right here, you know? So it's right, like, right. oh, yeah, I'm, like, top of mind because I'm in front of your face. But if you go out of your way to do something for me when I'm not there or I didn't ask you to or something, it's like that extra thought that means so much to me. I think. Yeah, the thoughtfulness of it. Yeah. I do you guys think that your results are accurate for you? Or do you think Definitely. they're like kind of yeah. off? I feel like acts of service for me is de- like that one being my first one is definitely accurate because I feel like when I think on things or I've been like the most like touched or just like it made me feel like super warm and fuzzy inside. It's like pretty much always like an act of service type thing. And I think words of affirmation being my second like makes sense too. I feel like my my third and fourth like I feel a little bit interchangeable. Like I feel like I like kind of quality time and receiving gifts like about the same maybe. But I think it feels overall accurate for me. Although I feel like we were saying that there's like, there's also possibly like other love languages that are not encapsulated in like the five that, or maybe they are, but like are sort of a combo. Yeah. I think mine are very accurate. I think words of affirmation and um, acts of service were like super close. And I think acts of service for me is just super helpful because I just love when someone sees that I might need help with something and it, is willing to do it I think especially even without being asked is like mm-hmm. what I love so much or just yeah taking something like off of my plate so that I can focus on something else means so much to me words of affirmation I'm not surprised about at all just because I'm like a a big communicator in general so I just like need someone to tell me what they're feeling and I think obviously with affirmation it's not that I really need to be told like, oh my God, you're amazing. You're like wonderful or things like that. It's not really compliments for me. It's more of like 
talking about the relationship on a broader level or like checking in or um I feel like that means more to me than like a even I mean obviously saying I love you is very important but even more than that it's like the being more communicative things yeah. yeah I think is more important for me and then quality time was my middle one I think quality time is so tricky because it's like what is quality you know it's like like we were just saying it's hard to know like quality time does mean so much to me but it's like it's hard to quantify what quality is so I think that's just like a tricky one to answer in the questions yeah you know because like we were saying like it's very meaningful to me that we eat dinner together every night but sometimes you kind of forget that you know like I think I would notice it more if we stopped eating dinner together every night that like that's really important that we do that you know um but I think acts of service kind of ties into quality time for me I love when we like do something that we don't normally do or um I don't know. Or we're like super present in the time that we spend together. Like we don't have our phones out, you know, because I can be on my phone constantly. I And so if we like go to dinner, we're not on our phone. Like that really means a lot to me. Yeah. I mean, just going by the definition on the website, like the quality time, it says the language is all about giving the other person your undivided attention. You know, I think that's kind of what it comes down to. You know, like I think it's when we can like take the time to have dinner and not watch TV while we're eating dinner yeah. and, you know, actually, you know, not have our phones out. You know, like, I think that's, it's a lot of exactly what you're saying. I think that's kind of the difference, you know, being very, uh, what's, uh, intentional with your time. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that gets the lines of quality time get more and more blurred as you spend more time together. Like when we didn't live together, it was very clear when we were spending quality time together. And now when we do, we have to make more of an effort to be like, Hey, we're actually going to, do this to spend time together like jack and i just decided we're going to start having a dinner once a week where we don't watch tv because oh we, that's nice yeah. we always just sit and eat dinner and watch tv which we like doing but yeah. i think we forget especially now too that we are both going back to our offices for work and we're not mm-hmm. just here together 24 7 and then we would come home from work we'd make dinner and then we just sit in front of the tv so it's like we actually aren't communicating that much like in in terms of time because we come home we watch tv then we go to bed so it's like oh okay on this day we're actually we're not gonna watch tv we're gonna sit at the table and part of me was like in a silly way I was like what are we gonna talk about we talk about everything like what (laughs) else is there to talk about and then we sat down at dinner and we talked for like an hour and a half like there were tons of things to talk about I just I forget because I'm like we see each other all the time (laughs) not constantly yeah we've been together for 48 hours straight I have no updates (laughs) yeah exactly yeah (laughs) totally um new year or but like even talking about the show we were watching because we're watching it. We're not talking about it. Yeah, so exactly. It's just silly things like that. Yeah. Or I can like rant about my reality TV. You yeah. know, <laughs> it's just not like we're having always deep, meaningful conversations about a relationship. But yeah. sometimes you can because you've like made that time. Yeah. And it's also not like we never you know, sit and talk and eat, you know, like I, yeah. I think what we're talking about is specifically for the like three or four nights a week that we cook dinner yeah, or, yeah. you know, we actually haven't spoken to each other in a year. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Like we will, you know, we'll go out to Jack meals and we have, <laughs> <laughs> we'll go out to meals and we have date nights and stuff like that. But, you know, like, I think there is a lot of days just cause we're working where we, and we're trying to save money, you know, where we just buy our dinners at the, you know, all the ingredients at the grocery store and we cook a lot. Like we're in, trying to be intentional about eating out less. And so I think oftentimes when we cook at home, 
it's really easy to just serve up and go sit on the couch, you know? Yeah. And so I think mm -hmm. just being really intentional with, you know, the, that on those days specifically is kind of the goal there. Yeah. It's probably also better for our backs. Yeah, probably. Significantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My first one was quality time. And I, I honestly, I, I thought I was more acts of service. And as I come to understand the five love languages more, I feel like I can kind of see why quality time. I feel like it's just, I feel like the time you spend like talking with the person and like actually just kind of like, like building on your relationship rather than just like, oh, like I picked something up for you today. I feel like that feels very meaningful mm -hmm. as much as I love it when somebody's like, oh, yeah, I, you don't have to do that anymore because I took care of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's also just about the combination because you couldn't really not have any of these in your relationship at all, you know? Yeah, I think about, like, like you need all of them at some point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like I love, you know, the other day when you Jack – picked up like a thing of Oreos for me because he knew that I want like I've been craving them and I was like that's amazing but I if you that was the only way you ever showed affection and like no other way like that would you know be weird <laughs> you, know? you kind of need a balance of, of everything but I do think it was an interesting transition though when we start not when we started dating like it wasn't that wasn't really a transition but once I think we both Jack and I realized that our love languages were very different. I think it was like informative, but also very interesting because they're they're pretty different. So yeah. I feel like you kind of already knew that like acts of service was my well, yeah. Like and again, like it's already kind of one way that I like like I already right. it was already my kind of giving love language. So it wasn't that like it wasn't a transition for me to start doing more acts of service. You know, like. I think that's something that I always already did. So yeah, but knowing that it was important to you made it a lot easier to do it. I guess like it made it more rewarding to yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, because so. you knew like that it had a deeper meaning for me yeah. other than you just hanging my twinkle lights for the 80th time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I think for me it was helpful too because I always know that you've been like an affectionate person. Like you know, we love cuddles, obviously. But I think it was helpful for me to know that like oh, it's really important to you that I do things like hold your hand or like check in with you with like a hug or something because that's like it means more to you than just I'm like, oh, of course we're holding hands. And you're like, yeah. well, no, it actually to me means like that you're thinking of me. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I think that that was very enlightening when we like learned that. Um, but I think sometimes we can like come to a little bit of a like a standstill or like not butt heads because we don't really butt heads but i'm like why are we like feeling differently about a situation and yeah. i think it's because like we do express things in a different way like if we do fight you're like oh no look, like we can like stay in the same room and like talk it out and i'm like no one come near me i'm gonna <laughs> yeah. go sit in my room alone <laughs> i'm like i don't even want the cats near me I'm like i need space but you're like you still you know we could still be like physically close and having an argument and you would be like totally fine with that. And I'm yeah. like, no one in my presence. <laughs> <laughs> Were you surprised by what my love language is? Um, I'd say not super surprised. I feel like I was kind of surprised to see your, your touch was at the bottom of yeah, yours it was as like well my too. One. I feel like I was pretty, too, right? Yeah. I just, I mean, I was, I was surprised by both of those results. Like we were definitely in sync in our love languages, but I was also a little surprised. I was like, Oh, I thought our love languages were a little different. Like I yeah, thought it yeah. was like kind of being like, like hugs and like affection and holding hands and stuff like that. And now I, yeah, I feel like I wasn't like super surprised, like after learning what the love languages were and kind of like how 
you know, certain things are valued over the others. Yeah, yeah. But I know, I feel like when I, before you took yours, I thought that for some reason physical touch was going to be really high up there for you because you are such an affectionate person. But I feel like it makes sense that we kind of just like think of it as almost a given. And I thought it was interesting that like quality time was more like your your top one. Yeah, I thought I expected touch to be my like my biggest one. And then like the way the the way the questions were structured and when I was hearing like, okay, like this versus that, I was like, oh, you know, like I feel like I picked um touch like or didn't pick touch almost like every single time. Yeah. And I felt it as I was like working through the quiz. I was like, you know, I I feel like I'm not picking any of the answers I need to to like get to what I, I said that was gonna be. I was like, I'm on track not to get touch. What is it? Touch? Physical touch. Physical touch. That yeah, was it. yeah, yeah. I also wonder if your love languages like change over time within a relationship because I feel yeah. like maybe at the very beginning of our relationship, I feel like physical touch or words of affirmation would maybe have been higher for me because like to be like, oh, you're my new boyfriend and you're like putting my, your arm around me in public, like in front of <laughs> sure. people or you're like telling me how much I mean to you and this is like new information is like really meaningful at the time. Whereas sure. like acts of service, it's like still nice, but now it's like we live together. So like for me, that part feels like special because now it's like, you know exactly what what I have going on or what might like be something to take off my plate. And you like have the power to do that because we're in the same space. Mm-hmm. And I feel like PDA yeah, is still nice, but it doesn't have the same like, like, I don't know, novelty for me sometimes as I feel like at the beginning because I was like, oh, look, he's putting his arm around me. Like yeah. he wants to hold my hand. Like, I'm like, I'm still excited about it, but like, I was just like, oh my gosh, like he's doing it in front of his friends. Like he's not embarrassed to hold my hand in front of his friends. <laughs> oh, that's fair, <laughs> actually. <laughs> it yeah, is like interesting. Oh, sorry, I didn't like it. And I was just gonna say, I feel like now it's just like a bit of a, it's more of a blurred line between like what's an act of service or what's like me taking my turn to do a given chore or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, like like <laughs> if I just if I walk the dog today, knowing that Rebecca's gonna walk the dog tomorrow, is that an act of service or is <laughs> She's that- just just doing your part? Yeah. <laughs> That's so fair. I feel like it's a little easier with us because I feel like we have like a little bit more concrete division of labor. You know, like I can yeah, like yeah, yeah. clean the cat litter box for you. Yeah, or, you know, that that's is like, like typically like, your mm-hmm. chore versus I take the dog out, you know, or you could take the dog out for me or, you know, things like that. Like I feel like we kind of divide those tasks a little more. I think of um in the first episode of the new season of the Kardashians on Hulu, Kim talks <laughs> about how when the playroom is clean in her house that makes her horny (laughs) if jack empties the litter box for me i have never like i'm never more in love with him than when he (laughs) empties the cat litter box because it's the thing i want to do the The least least. yeah and and so (laughs) and like i'm so dramatic about it and jack will just be like i'll do it it's fine and i'm like really You'll, you do that for me. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's just like it's so stupid, but it's like the little, the littlest things. But yeah, we do definitely have like more of a division of of labor, especially with the pets and yeah, and even like in the house specifically, like you kind of always take out the trash. Yeah. It probably would mean a lot if I did it, so I should probably get on that at some point. <laughs> Note to self. <laughs> Note to self: take out trash once. <laughs> But like you always love it when I cook dinner or if I empty the dishwasher while you're working or, you know, like that takes something off your plate while you need to work late or, you know, something like that. Like you always definitely take that very, I don't know, very like important 
you know, I think that's yeah. very important to you. And so I am happy to do those things, you know? I think what's also important about acts of service specifically is at least what I try to do. Not that I do this all the time, but like I always try to be appreciative of, appreciative yeah. of it. You know, like it's never lost its luster for no, me absolutely <laughs> when not. Jack does stuff. Like I'm never like, oh, obviously he would, you know, cook us dinner. Like for me, it's always still feels like you've never done that before it's like oh my god this is the first time this has ever happened even though you do it all the time um so yeah i don't know i don't think that'll ever get old for me i don't think the litter box (laughs) will ever get old (laughs) um what was i gonna say oh one more thought on physical touch i know i keep bringing this up but one thing that i do feel like wasn't encapsulated in the quiz as much or like what i wish i could describe is like there's obviously the physical touch of like kissing and like holding hands and you know then there's like obviously the more intimate stuff but I feel like for me physical touch like I have such a distinct feeling of like if Jack and I are hugging like I know exactly what it feels like to be like close to one another and it feels like very calming it's very much like a home feeling and presence and I wish like that because that's so important to me like if I'm stressed I immediately like go for a hug because I know that it'll like calm me down. And I feel like that, that was hard for me to like get across Across in the quiz. Yeah. That didn't really frame it like that. Yeah. I feel like that's where it comes across. We're like, again, I just keep reiterating this. Like we all have all five, you know, there is Mm -hmm. moments like that is probably those moments where that percentage comes out in your love language, you know? And I think it's like, like, I definitely feel like physical touches, like, I think the term you described, like, it definitely feels very comforting. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like to, the like, the term grounding, I feel like yeah, is the most, yeah, like, yeah. I feel, like, even, like, if we're out in, like, you know, a crowd or, like, a restaurant and there's, like, a lot going on, you know, just, like, having, like, a hand on you is very, like, yeah. grounding and calming, you know? So, like, I think that's where that, like, comes out in appreciation for me. Totally. <laughs> I feel like none of us had words of affirmation really high up in our list. I think mine was, like, in the middle, solidly in the middle. Mine was yeah. second. Second. Yeah, mine second. was second. I it's interesting though. I feel like words of affirmation for me comes out less in our own relationship and my relationships with others. I don't know. I think maybe for me it's because I feel very secure in our relationship and I know I know like if you were upset about something you would say I don't know or like maybe you're just very affirming in general so I don't worry about it that much but I feel like in other relationships maybe where I don't feel as secure like whether it's a friendship or like someone new in my life like them affirming that they're happy to spend time with me or that it's Mm -hmm. new is very important for me in like the beginning of a relationship yeah I agree with that it's still important to me now definitely but I think it was probably even more important at the beginning, especially because in the beginning of a relationship, we were long distance. Yeah. So that was like one of the only ways that you could show Mm -hmm. love. So that was very important to me. But I feel like now, I mean, it it still is very important. But I think if I don't know people as well and they're like, oh, I really enjoy doing X, Y, and Z, like that means a lot because it's like, how else would I know? Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of particular about the words of affirmation because it's like, of course, I love it if I hear like, I love you or like, I appreciate you. Like the quiz really like to ask about your partner saying that they appreciate you, which like I is great. But I feel like when I get a very specific affirmation, that I feel like means a lot to me. If it's like, I'm so proud of you, like mm-hmm. you handled that really well or like, wow, you're like so strong, like you're doing such a good job or like things like that, I feel like means so much to me, even more so than just like, 
oh, I love you. Like you're the best or whatever. Cause it's just like, I feel like maybe I take those more for granted, but like really specific affirmations of like things that maybe I was insecure about or worried about, or I'm not sure if I'm handling it well to then be told that, oh no, I'm, I'm actually doing a good job on these specific things. I think means a lot. And that was like very, I feel like they definitely like covered that in a lot of the questions. Like mm-hmm. I definitely liked that that was a part of it. And I think it's funny because I think Olivia and I do specifically like the quote, I appreciate. Like, I yeah, we like do we say, say that, that a lot. lot. <laughs> like if like Olivia like unloads the dishwasher or something, like I'll literally say like, I appreciate you very much. You know, like I think that's like, <laughs> yeah. so I think that's, it was funny that they said that because I think that felt very close to home for us because we do say that pretty often. But I, I do agree that like a lot of the questions were about like, praise of your accomplishments or praise of the effort you put in to, you know, achieve a certain goal. And it wasn't necessarily uh, necessarily words about the relationship, but just like words to show your love, which I thought was nice that they covered that. I think like you said, Rebecca, someone saying they're proud of me holds a lot of weight too. Like, I feel like you said something the other day. Oh, I think we were talking about this podcast. I was asking you like what your thoughts were on me doing it. And you said that you were like really proud of me for doing it. And I, not that you don't say that you're proud of me like often enough, but I feel like in relationships, sometimes there aren't as many moments to say, I'm proud of you. I feel like that's something you think your parents say to you, you know? Yeah. So hearing it from like a, a partner or from a friend means a lot because it's, you don't expect it. And so Mm -hmm. it's really cool when you hear that when you like forget that the only people you 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 don't only have to make your parents proud you're like oh right I forgot (laughs) my childhood trauma came up so (laughs) like there's like different different shades of the affirmation it's just like there's stuff that's more like validating or like even just like stuff like expressions of like like I'm so proud of you for doing this and then there's also stuff that's more like hey I noticed you've done a thing that you've been working hard at or like hey like I I noticed that you're that you did this for me. Like, I really appreciate that. Like an acknowledgement of an act of service or something like that is something that is also kind of like very reaffirming. So I feel like I, I really like it when it's like, I'm told like, Hey, like I, I see that you're doing this or like, thank you for yeah. doing this. Like, I, I appreciate that. I yeah. Feel like, feeling seen. Yeah, totally. Or like, I get very anxious in social situations, not actually in the situation. It's more of like afterwards, I'll start freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, did I say this wrong? Did I say that wrong? Like, and I remember one time we like left a party and Jack was like, I just want to let you know, like, thought that went really well. Like, how are you feeling about it? Like, I know you get nervous. <laughs> Jack, you're such a gem. <laughs> and it like, <laughs> it meant so much to me because, yeah, I was already panicking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In my head, I was already like, oh, one too many jokes. Like, shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have done that. So when Jack was just like, like, just want to let you know that that went great. I was like, <laughs> like, thank you like and I I don't even know if that would qualify as a words of affirmation but it felt it really felt like it just like mm-hmm. a, um it just like felt like once again you were thinking of me without me even asking or having to say something you know it's just like yeah, it's oh like he knew you so well he knew that you would be worried about it and he's like let me just totally. preempt with that yeah. and tell you you rocked it it was <laughs> like, also hysterical because I was like wow like this really is who I am <laughs> like you know very well <laughs> okay so outside of the quiz I'm very curious for each of us what do you think makes you feel the most loved or special outside of the five 
it's tough. I'm so I'm so sold on Gary Chapman's uh, paradigm here. <laughs> I'm just like I can't I can't even think outside, think outside of this of box he's anymore. put me in. I mean, in all honesty, like I'm kind of in the same boat. Like I feel like it's tough. Um, but it's, it's true, especially because we've been talking about these five like so specifically. Like, they're like, there's nothing. Else. I know. And I feel like they're general not- enough that like they all fit under one of the umbrellas. I know that's the thing. Know? I'm like thinking of specific instances where you did something for me that made me feel really nice, and now I'm like, oh well, that's kind of in that bucket, or oh, that's kind of in that bucket, but. Oh, I remember what I was going to say about words of affirmation. It was exactly that. It was like, you know, they're like one thing that I think is really appreciative is just like, you know, if it's like it's a long work day or something like that. And like I haven't like you texted me something and I is like in a meeting or in a lot of meetings, like I haven't had a chance to text back, like just getting a text like, hey, just thinking about you is like very nice, you know, just knowing yeah, that you're yeah, thinking yeah. about me unprompted and like letting me know that is like. I think that's very affirming, you know, so totally, I think that's another one where it's like, I think of that and I'm like, okay, that's another way to do it. But that's also fits under one of the umbrella, you know? So, yeah, I do think, yeah. I feel like a specific example for me, which definitely still falls under an umbrella is when you're like, oh, I planned this or like, oh, I already made reservations. I'm like, what do you mean? You already made reservations. <laughs> <laughs> like, Just yeah. because that's, once again, when we talk about like the roles of relationships, I feel like often I am more of like, the logistics yeah you do a lot more of the planning i'm a bad Uh planner like you should say (laughs) (laughs) but like maybe it's just like one of the my like stronger areas you know (laughs) but your wheelhouse yeah but i I think it was for valentine's day i was like oh like i'll I'll find a restaurant for us to go to and you were like oh i like picked a place i was like oh okay (laughs) i was like all right yeah, just things like that, yeah. like in those specific instances where you, you were like, oh, I think she'll like this place. Like, let's go here. Because I mean, not you do a lot of wonderful things for me, but it's just I normally do that. So when you did it, I was like, oh, all right. So yeah. I think that, that probably falls under acts of service, which once right. again. No, but. I feel the same way, though, about like, like the forethought of like planning something is like a thing that I just do naturally. Like, I can't not be thinking ahead and like planning of things. So to have you think of something and be like, oh, I'll do that. Or like, oh, yeah, like I, I thought we would do this is like really nice. And another thing I thought of is something we were talking about the other day, which is like maybe this is an act of service. I'm not sure. But like when your partner does something with you that you know isn't necessarily their cup of tea, but mm-hmm. they like do it because they know that their partner loves it so much – or like, I really love it when you like show an interest in a thing that maybe normally isn't a thing you would care about, but mm-hmm. you're like down to do it with me because you know, I love it. Like watch The Bachelor with me or whatever, <laughs> you know, like things like that or just like indulge me in listening to Broadway music or like, or some things you like you end up liking, but I think it's just so nice when you're like willing to do something that you know is really a thing just like I really enjoy, even if you feel kind of meh about it. <laughs> Totally. Jack and I just looked at each other and we're having the same thought. He looked at me and said, your shows. And in my head, I was thinking anytime we watch reality TV. (laughs) (laughs) I watch so much reality TV and Jack couldn't care less, but you know I love it. So, I mean, you've seen so much reality TV at this point. So much, yeah. I've watched many seasons of many Bravo reality TV shows. Bravo specifically. (laughs) Good friends with Andy Cohen. Yeah. You're you're deep in it now. But I've drawn the line there. Yeah. I'm like I'm like I can't do any of the other ones. Yeah. The British ones, I can't even understand what they're saying. Yeah, I tried to do Love Island. He couldn't. He couldn't follow. I feel like along. you actually like Love Island more than some of the other ones. Definitely more than some of the other ones. Like the I, Housewives. Yeah, I think it's definitely still not like one that I'm looking forward to watching when it like comes up. Fair. But I think that when we watch it, I definitely like can get more into that one than some of the other ones. 
Yeah. I think the British accents help. Just listening to the accents is kind of fun. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> and they just say the most ridiculous things. Exactly. Just want to crack on with someone. <laughs> just want someone with good banter. <laughs> I love that when they're like, "Yeah, I'm just looking for someone who can have a chat." <laughs> good chat. That's good it. chat. Yeah, and and likes to work out. <laughs> That's all they want. <laughs> is fit. That's what they always say. Oh yeah, is fit. <laughs> Looks like they go to the gym. <laughs> they have all this slang that I've never even heard before. Yeah, there's so much just English. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still trying to think of a, a something that isn't in the five love languages. Like, no, it's tough. I'm still trying to be like, all right, no, like that's in that box. Like, nope, that one. I just can't do it. It's tough. They've all categorized now. Yeah, it's it's too good a system. <laughs> Gary really nailed it on the head. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> You yeah, love cards. What's... You love written words of affirmation specifically. That's so true. I do love like, it written down. That definitely I also makes make a big my difference for you. Cards, so. Yeah, <laughs> you don't yeah. make me write you cards. No, but well, that was something them. I like set up early on. Yeah, I was like, I just want you to know that it really means a lot to me when you write me a card. Like, I, I care more about a card than I care about a gift. I feel like it is. I mean, it is still kind of like a gift, but yeah. it's like. And I keep all of my cards. Me too. Like a crazy person. Well, I f- she actually has like a box under her bed that has every card she's received. Like, I don't even know for how long that box is specifically, I've, but it's like hundreds and it's hundreds like of I cards. like since I moved out here for college. Yeah. So <laughs> I have all my cards. Them. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I think that I think that's exactly kind of the benefit of the five love, love languages paradigm is that you know you know how you like to give and receive love and then you can verbalize that and make that clear you know so like, i think you did a very good job of that i think we we both made like a very clear effort to do that at the yeah. beginning and like you're right you did make it very clear that like written words of affirmation or letters or things like that are extremely important to you and so i think it's really cool that you know you can use this like these buckets or these terms to like verbalize that so it's very clear you know because then i knew that and then you totally. can use that you know I, I think that's very helpful so i feel like that's one thing we didn't really hit on yet which is I think it's so important for people to verbalize what it is that makes them feel loved, whether or not you want to take this quiz or you just or know. Or just like think inwardly about yeah. what makes you feel special. But. Yeah, like it makes me feel special when we set aside like, you know, one night a week to go out to dinner or something like that. Whatever it is, like I think it's so important that you just vocalize it. One, because then it's just you don't have to spend time trying to figure it out and also like it's so helpful in your relationship whether it's like a romantic one or a friendship one to like pull that out of your pocket at some point and like make someone feel special because you know how to do that for that specific person Mm -hmm. yeah it's helpful to like i feel like we you know everyone and anyone's always thought about what they value and what makes them feel special, but actually having the words to describe it to yourself and to other people. I feel like that that's really helpful to kind of understand yourself and be like, okay, like, let me put my feelings into categories a little bit. Like it's a useful framework to like think of something in a more methodical manner that I've never quite done before. Like you never really don't have like a science to like relationships, but it's interesting to have like, okay, like here are categories that is a useful framework for your real life and your relationships. And then I think, you know, from there, knowing that someone like has made the conscious effort to remember what those are after you communicated them and like again makes the conscious effort to then either express or receive love through those ones that they've communicated to you like I think that is also really important is just like keeping in mind that like once you've discussed it like actually 
making use of it, I guess, is another thing that like that in and of itself is a pretty big thing to do. So like, I think that's kind of nice as well. Totally. Like a, like a meta act. act yeah. yeah, exactly. Like a meta act of service. Exactly. <laughs> It's an act of service to do acts of service because I like acts of service. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I think that that wraps up our second episode of Girls Roll, Boys Drool. I really, really love that title. <laughs> was that I mean, the title listen, of the first one? Yeah, it was yeah. Girls Roll, Boys Drool Part One. Or what was it? Girls Roll, Boys Drool. Uh, I don't even know. I don't remember now. <laughs> I have to look up the full title, but we decided to make that the name of our series when we have you guys on. Wow. Of all of the boys that drool, you're probably the least drooly. Yeah. I, mean? I like drool a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, just, yeah. just like, like sleeping, one, yeah, one little drop. Just my life. <laughs> um, but I do commend you for talking about how you receive love. I feel like that's not a super casual thing for men to talk about. So I pretty appreciate it. I'm sure you mm-hmm. talk about this with your guy friends like all the time. Yeah, you guys chat about this. This is yeah, literally I'm... what girls do though, like at sleepovers. We like sit in a circle. And we're like, so what's your love language? Like, that's <laughs> literally what me and my friends do. And I'm sure you guys do the same thing. Yeah, I'm gonna hit up my group chats with <laughs> like, "Hey, yo, boys, you want to take the five love languages quiz?" My boys. <laughs> so I think you should. I think you should all be open and vulnerable about how you receive love, friends. <laughs> but it's just a tip. <laughs> But thank you both so much for being here. Um, can't wait to have you on again. I'm sure you're thrilled for the next time you get to talk about your emotions on our podcast. <laughs> um, and to the listeners out there, let us know what you want to hear from the boys. And don't forget to find us on Instagram at SisterlyPod. We love to chat to you over there. And we can't wait to talk to you all on another episode next week. 